Hey, hey, and welcome to episode 78. Much obliged for your deciding to give that little triangle pointing to the right a tap so that you can play or download this podcast. I don't know if it's your 78th listen or your first, but either way, you're taking time out of your morning, afternoon, or evening as the case may be, so thank you. I'm your host, Frank, and this is Silver Screeners. Wherever you may be as you listen to this, whatever gym you're working out in, or whatever car you're driving, or whatever bus or train you're riding, or chair you're sitting on, wherever in the world you are, be it known that on the day of this recording, Friday, January 20th, it's been snowing where I am pretty much all morning and afternoon. I mean, it is January, but the good thing is that not too much is sticking to the ground. But the not-so-good thing is that when you're a high school classroom teacher like I am, and you're trying to keep groups of 20 to 25 kids focused while the flakes are doing their free fall out the window, you're pushing a door that's marked pole. <coughs> They're good kids and all, they really are, but mother of God. But let's get to the topic at hand here. The annual Academy Award nominations are going to be announced on Tuesday, January 24th, and the annual telecast is scheduled for Sunday, March the 12th. That means that Oscar season will last for roughly about a month and a half or so, so next weekend, starting with episode 79, we'll be enjoying the season Silver Screeners style. Predicting who will take the trophies in any category is my personal fantasy football. And watching the admittedly often cringy telecast to see who'll be the next celebrity to prove beyond a reasonable doubt that they're one chromosome away from being a potato, that's my personal Super Bowl. So grab some popcorn, put your feet up, and check off your Oscar ballots, because this is going to be great. Last year, for the Oscar-themed series of episodes, the approach was to spend each one looking at a previous Best Picture winner, along with one of its co-nominees. Each show moved forward in time five years, so, for example, we looked at 2001's A Beautiful Mind one week, then 2006's The Departed the next, and then so on. 1976 was randomly selected as the starting point, but if you're inwardly wilting and whimpering about how that was 47 years ago... And hey, cool down, you silly cinephile. All you have to do is just remember the words of Oscar recipient Lauren Bacall. It's not an old movie if you haven't seen it. Getting back to last year's Oscar series, though, a couple of those episodes had a guest. Dave, from I'd Give That Ten Minutes, joined me for the Best Picture nominee, Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Ring. Chris, from the Movie Psycho podcast, chatted it up with me for The Departed. It was a lot of fun, and it led to really good things. Dave and I went on to start up a second podcast together, Movies Across the Pod, which currently has 13 episodes clocked in. And Chris and I have gone on to guest on each other's shows, and we've become good friends, too. But one thing that I did not really do last Oscar season on this show was focus much on last year's nominees, at least not until the last episode before Oscar night where I gave my final predictions. So this time around, guess what? The Oscar episodes will take a slightly different approach. They'll still be the weekly listener trivia and, of course, the polls. But here's the plan. In each episode leading up to Oscar night, we'll take a look at one of the nominees... It might be a Best Picture nominee, it might be a film with nominations only for acting, or for screenplay, or musical score, or visual effect, costume design, or maybe more than one of, or all of the above. And that nominee will be paired up with a previous nominee or winner that's somehow linked to it. For example, I might take one of this year's Best Leading Actress nominees, have the episode focus on her and whatever her film is, regardless of whether it's a Best Picture contender, 
and have the second film in the same episode be one of her previously nominated all-winning roles and that film from however far back or however recent. Or we'll take a look at a Best Director nominee in their film and look back at their work in a film that got them a Best Director nomination in the past. Hopefully the polls that I mentioned that are going to continue to be posted on my socials will generate interest as well. There just might be one or two fun facts from Academy Awards history that I'll throw in each time as well. In fact, here's one now to get things going. Barry Fitzgerald won Best Supporting Actor for 1944's Going My Way, which also got Best Picture as well as Best Leading Actor for Bing Crosby. Fitzgerald strutted his stuff a bit too smugly afterwards, though. Doesn't he take his friggin' Oscar statuette into his living room to practice his golf swing and end up beheading the damn thing? Paramount Studios got him a replacement. So, if anyone listening would like to be a guest, or if you have any particular requests, if you have strong feelings about any of this Tuesday's nominations, don't hesitate to get in contact, whether you yourself are a podcaster or YouTuber or not. Simply email silverscreenerspod at gmail.com, or if you prefer to reach out on my socials, you'll find me on Twitter at filmbuff1974, Instagram at frankmandosa1974, or you can join my public Facebook group, Silver Screeners, same name as this podcast. And now that you know the plan, let's move into the regular features of this show. There was no poll for this episode. Say what? No, hey, it's fine. You didn't miss anything. And there'll be one for next time. (laughs) Okay, then. But there was a trivia question last time around when Chris from The Movie Psycho made an appearance to talk about a couple of Orson Welles films, 1949's The Third Man and 1958's Touch of Evil. So, let's pivot towards the trivia segment. This is the 78th episode of this show, so that makes this the 78th trivia question that is directly, and sometimes indirectly, related to the movies or the cast and crew involved. Hey, and you know, the more listeners who take a crack at it, the better. I announce the first name and last initial of anyone who sends in a response, and in addition to a shout-out in the next episode... If you provide your email, you'll get a movie-related meme sent you away with a personalized greeting. And every trivia question is up for grabs. You could be listening to episode 15, or 45, or 75, and it is never too late. You'll get your meme and shout-out no matter how recent or far back the question is. And if you're a creator, if you write music, if you design websites, if you're a podcaster, a writer, YouTuber, independent business owner, anything, I got you. Always happy to give your stuff a shout-out, because people help people, and that is all there is to it. So here we go. Last time, the trivia question was, The musical score for 1958's Touch of Evil was done by four-time Oscar winner Henry Mancini. One of his wins was for the song Moon River for what 1961 film starring the incomparable Audrey Hepburn? And the answer is, Breakfast at Tiffany's. And in no particular order, permit me to make like a dealer at Vegas and toss out these movie-themed memes. Over to the left, we got last episode's guest, my buddy Chris from the Movie Psycho Podcast, whose Hollywood knowledge is worth its salt, as he said that when he thinks of Moon River, he thinks of Chevy Chase and Fletch. Well played, Movie Psycho. Well played. And over to the right, we also have the wonderful Mary C., who smoothly plays this trivia thing while smashing the competition like Barry Fitzgerald's Oscar. The incomparable Liz M., my sister-in-law, brings on her A-game, as she always does. 
as does return victor Ed I, who also deserves kudos for his multiple movie trivia victories. And my friend and fellow podcaster DJ Nick from the Gold Standard Oscars podcast. And I mean it when I say that he is a tall pine in a world of artificial Christmas trees. Check out his and his co-hosts Rachel and Zan's latest episode on 1995's Braveheart. They never fail to bring on the goods in their discussions. Also, a belated shout-out to my good friend Stu of the Stu and Al Pod, who answered the trivia question from two episodes ago on who the leading lady of 2011's feature film, The Muppets, was. Stu, you're the man. Thanks to all of you. Keep your eyes open for those memes. And to anyone else listening, no time like the present. Join the trivia. It's easy, fun, and free. What more could you want? And why not begin with this episode's question? Austin Butler plays Elvis Presley in 2022's Elvis, directed by Baz Luhrmann. Butler is widely considered to be a surefire nominee come Tuesday morning, but it will not be the first time that an Oscar nod, or perhaps even a win, goes to an actor portraying a real-life music icon. Joaquin Phoenix was nominated for playing Johnny Cash, and Reese Witherspoon won for her portrayal of June Cash in what 2005 film directed by James Mangold? I can give you a hint. The film's title is also the title of one of Johnny Cash's best-known songs. The song is from the mid-1950s. Send in your answers, and as always, if you have any follow-up questions or have any comments on anything from today's episode, or any episode that you've listened to, hit me up on my socials. Once again, that's FilmBuff1974 on Twitter, the film group Silver Screeners on Facebook, Frank Mendoza 1974 on Instagram, or email silverscreenerspod at gmail.com. And that brings this intro episode to the Oscar season to a thrilling conclusion. Thank you to everyone who is listening, has ever listened, or who will in the future be listening. Be sure to hit that subscribe button if you haven't already. Please don't hesitate to give Silver Screeners a rating on Apple, iTunes, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Catch you next time. My name is Frank, wishing you good health, good weather, and good movies. And until next time, keep on screening. And I leave you now with the soothing sounds of what I imagine the executives at Paramount Studios said to Barry Fitzgerald when they replaced his decapitated prized statuette. You-